0: My guest today, Mr. Dan Smith, Dan Smith of Sharp Shock, uh, Capture Tattoo, among many of things, you've done a lot in your life.
1: You've been doing a a deep dive, right? Yeah.
0: Well, I mean, like, yeah, I do a deep dive, but I'm, I'm like, what I've noticed is like, you've talked, you've expressed a lot about a lot of things of you, but but my things are more interest. Like, I'm interested in just, you know, one, you've been tattooing for 22 years
1: yes uh, roughly around there you Did know, i get I, that right it, yeah it's it's weird because i didn't do a traditional apprenticeship but i kind of did everything that an apprentice would do mm-hmm. at, at, at the first shop i was in but, yeah. but i got tattooed and i was around a tattoo shop from the age of like 16 to to like yeah. 20 and then i moved to australia yeah so like everything's changed now because youtube and the internet and all the information is out there so kids learning just learn way quicker and they don't have to do half of the shit that I that I did. Yeah. You know, when I was a kid. Um you know, back but, in my day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm totally that guy now. It's crazy. Like I'll tattoo people and they'll Be like, whoa, you were around when Green Day came about, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? Like- you,
0: lo- you look young as fuck. I didn't think you were the age that you were really when you told me. Yeah, yeah I 60, thought you were 63. That's yeah, crazy. I, I, see, what? <laughs> no, I was like, no, that's not what I read. <laughs> I feel
1: 63.
0: No, so, so yeah, you originally born
1: in London. Nope, where'd you get your information from? Geez, you know, I'm northern you are northern that's what we had in common right that's what yeah. you were, we're you're northern from, we're,
0: yeah? we're both northern. listen i have this ongoing joke with dan that i'm from northern england <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for, only for one specific reason that band right there
1: <laughs> didn't you say on your last podcast that you wouldn't talk about that band oh, yeah, for the, for a few i i, I got to
0: wait till my 100th episode oh shit all right 100th episode you okay. come do it cuz you know you know i don't know too many people around me yeah. And know about oasis yeah yeah so there's not too many people i could do that episode yeah. with. so
1: you'll probably just have Here's to come back with a fun story about oasis real quick and then we can start, no no, no, no go ahead no yeah no let, let's when, talk when definitely maybe came out like my dad I, I i pretty much got my love of music from my mom and my dad but mostly my dad because my dad was like a mod in england yeah you know what i mean so he had and has an amazing record collection so all of my early memories were just kind of like flicking through his records like being mesmerized by the art and all that stuff. But when definitely maybe came out, he took me to the record store and, and we bought the record, you know, and I remember getting a free t-shirt and it was just a white shirt with just Oasis on it. But that was sort of like with a, the, the,
0: the normal logo, just, just that logo. Yeah.
1: But it was just like such a kind of a, an amazing time. Cause it was almost like a, a resurgence of like British, you know, yeah. British music and, and, and obviously like it's kind of ingrained within me, you know, so deeply that like it was kind of this thing where he was like, "We have to listen to this." You well, know? That,
0: that's well, that's what like I try to express to people like when they like I'm just so fascinated because yeah, they did were were, were a game changer. Yeah, you know, for British music. Yeah, you know, because it was at this and, and this is based off what is explained in documentaries that I've watched that it was kind of stagnant for a bit. Not saying. There weren't great bands but it kind of there wasn't a band that hit the level like Oasis did yeah. uh, and and within you know that time what what, the, what did they consider like the last band to do to hit that band what that hit that big was what the Beatles I mean is that and, what they in cons- a way yeah
1: I mean I mean music is like that in general everywhere right it's like highs and lows and, and mm-hmm. hills and valleys kind of thing you know so yeah. they just I guess it was just the right time the right sound socially it was kind of the right time where like, yeah. people just kind of needed something and generally that's where the anthems come from right is the yeah the streets and the people who kind of need it write it and and, and it speaks to the the right people and then that just f- floats it to the top you know and that's what happened
0: one, one thing I think is interesting that you brought up like your, your father that uh, he big music fan yeah which is, which is interesting because you could have not been a music fan, even though your father mm. listened to it and it was always played. Yeah, you true. could have still not been one. Sure. Was there anything specifically, and I like to ask this question a lo- to a lot of people, was there anything specifically that made you go, oh, fuck yes. This
1: is, this is what it is. Have you ever thought about that? Um, you know what? I think it was just a mixture of, of everything. It was the music that was backed up by... by art uh, right like like the the image that a lot of bands had were all so strong mm-hmm. in, in in england espe- especially you know but like you know whether it's like punk post-punk new wave you know i mean all the all the genres right are, are such strong genres that you can identify straight away and and you know when you're a kid you want to gravitate to the things that are maybe like dangerous or intriguing you know what i mean and it was just kind of right there so I was just I I just I guess I just had like a really great like education on music from a very young age Mm -hmm. of all what I consider the great the great stuff you know what I mean that I didn't really have to like mess around on my own going is this cool is this cool it was just like hey here it is get stuck in you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and then that just kind of led to me wanting to explore it further and and you know like he He first played me or he had you know sex pistols records and buzzcocks and the jam and stuff like that but then as you get older and a little more you know you you look for the more aggressive stuff you you want more aggressive music right so that led me to like american punk and american hardcore Mm -hmm. you know and then that combined with skateboarding and everything that goes along with it artistically was just like hey this is me. This is all me. You know, mm-hmm. it's like it's all set out for me, and I just—you've just, just got to yeah. walk, walk down the path. You know what I mean? Yeah, because I was curious. You know, when I think about it,
0: when you look at a band, and I'll just bring it up just because it's you know easy example. When I think of a band like Oasis or bands of that that uh, that same world, tattoos
1: aren't of that culture. It's it not until it starts drifting into a little more aggressive stuff like the real like street punk and oi and, and, mm-hmm. and that kind of thing in England. But in, but in the U.S., it's pretty much everywhere, right? Everywhere. Like you go to Cal- Like, I, I grew up watching music videos of California bands or skate videos from California. I mean, everybody's tattooed, you know? Everybody's tattooed. It's, so,
0: yeah. And, and so, so w- that's when tattooing and the world of tattoo and that culture came to you when you discovered
1: the um like the oi well i mean or how did it, yeah how did it for example, example it, that, like like dave vanian from the damned mm-hmm. you know he's got an amazing tattoo on his arm just one and it was almost like if you just had one that to me was a little more intriguing like why why does that person have that like what made them get just that one you know what i mean mm-hmm. later on all the punk bands get. Covered in tattoos, and it kind of blends all into one, like, yeah. like we all look like, right? But, but I think initially it was really sort of just like I was just enamored with with every element of music, you know, whether it was the culture where it comes from, why someone w- wants to write a song, why someone would want to get a tattoo, the skateboarding element, the, y- y- you know, um, but I think ultimately it's just about that connection. And when you're a kid, you you want to feel okay, you know what I mean? Like you want to know that you have that sort of security or safety, or mm-hmm. the, at least that you're just kind of on the right path. So I, I just feel really lucky that I, th- I feel like I had that from a, a really young age. And, and, and even growing up with some of my other friends that went down the wrong road or you know, made bad decisions, for some reason it was, it was almost like a co-pilot or something. You know what I mean? Like, just keep, just keep at it, just so keep you, doing you, it. You so
0: st- you stayed locked in with the things that you liked, yeah. and that was like your main focus. Yeah, and I'm still doing and it. And I could, and I could you know? I could tell I could tell that you could tell that in a person based off how good they are at what they do. Okay. And I think you're really talented. Appreciate among, it. Among <laughs> many levels, for real. Yeah. I mean, I the first time I ever heard you sing cuz you you as well as tattooing, you also playing bands. First time I ever heard you, heard you sing was uh, one of the greatest shows I've seen It was H2O in Phoenix. Uh, and <laughs> 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 sorry, Toby's right there. One of the greatest shows. We'll edit it. we'll <laughs> take that part out. <laughs> One of the greatest shows I ever seen. H two O and Phoenix. It was the summer. Oh, this this recent summer. Yeah. And um, you sang Matt Skiba's part to H two O's what uh song? What happened? Yeah. And that was my first time. I I didn't know you had that in you. Yeah. And then you got out there, and I was like. Who is this guy?
1: <laughs> and, I almost and, and, didn't. It was so hot that day. Yeah, it was. It was extremely hot.
0: But you know, what, what, like yeah, like when, when I look at that kind of stuff, I go, "This person is really locked in, really focused, and they've always been that way." You yeah. don't seem like a, a kind of person that was oh, I'm gonna cause trouble or like I'm gonna just wreak havoc or anything like that of that nature. And but but how did you? But how did you keep that? That's not an easy thing to to. To stay yeah. focused on.
1: I mean, I guess. Especially because you without, said your friends did. Yeah, yeah, Do the things that they did. Well, here's the thing: like, I, I moved from England to New Zealand, and w- you know, when I was seven. So, like, when you move from a small country to a, an even smaller country, unfortunately, there's a lot of strings attached to living in a small place. You know, like whether it's a small town here or or, or anywhere. You know, there's that s- sort of small town desperation in a way where, like, if you don't know what you want to do, you're going to you're going to stay there forever, basically. You know, or mm-hmm. you, you either get out or, or you're stuck there, you know? And for me, I was just inspired by so many people. You know, there was a lot of people who were traveling sort of in the mid 90s and the late 90s bands coming down there for the first time that we got to meet and we developed these amazing relationships that and, and they were so welcoming over here. Like, oh, just jump, jump in the van and come on tour with us. And, and over there, we were in a band and, and, and you know, we, we couldn't play more than three shows. That, mm-hmm. was, that was a tour, you know. And over here, you can be on tour for six weeks, two months. Like, mm-hmm. so, so me and some of my friends, we did that. We, we, we visited, we jumped in, the, in, you know, in vans with some of the bands that we, we first met and we saw the whole world. And it was just like the biggest eye-opening experience, you know. So, f- so for me, without sounding too cheesy, I'm just super grateful to get those opportunities you know what i mean and and it seemed you know every opportunity i took kind of blended into something else that was just as cool or cooler uh-huh. you know so i was just like man like just i've always had the feeling like man it, none of this should be happening yeah or, or it, it doesn't have to be happening so you better be grateful you yeah know what i
0: mean it could easily just yeah go like that yeah, yeah I, w- I was listening to a story you were telling on uh Toby's podcast one life one chance where you talked about how even e- Dickies weren't really oh, yeah. a thing Yeah yeah. in New Zealand and when they came to New, Z- New Zealand they were so expensive. Uh-huh. So your friends when anytime they got the chance to go to the states they would get empty Dickies. suitcases. Yeah, empty suitcases. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Go there with empty suitcases uh-huh. and just load up yeah. on clothes. Yeah, yeah. That's that's fucking amazing. It's crazy, right? Yeah, it's it's crazy but it's but it's it's dope because where I come from in Arizona originally where I come from um, in Mesa there's not there's not much to it. There's not a lot. There you, you kind of just it's kind of just very Yeah. very just stagnant. Yeah. It, it's not mean, it doesn't mean it's bad, but it's kind of just this is, this is what it is and yeah. this is all it could be for you. Yeah. And the thing that did it for me was yours was music. Mine was uh skate videos and mm-hmm. the skate videos. I would see the skaters skating, like in all these places that were in different areas. And I was like, I got it. I got it. I know there's more out there. I want to see that. Yeah. I want to see that. Yeah. Is, is that similar to what you it's felt? Exa- it's just exactly, exactly the same.
1: Yeah. All it comes down to is what you're prepared to do uh-huh. to see that. And if you care about it, like you truly care, you'll, you you'll you'll do it you'll see Mm it you know what i mean it's like like when i was watching gleam in the cube old scape you know movie with my friends yeah never ever thinking that i would even visit california let alone live here for nearly 20 years you know what i mean and then and and little things like you know they get off at the catella exit which is like 10 minutes from my house yeah you know what i mean and they go to the pizza hut and i i literally drove the tour van like down catella there's the pizza Hut. you know what i mean like Uh just just because you're sitting there i know exactly what i'm like i'm lucky lucky i play in a band with three other imports you know because we all kind of have that same enthusiasm about stuff like every time we go to seattle it's like are we really going to go to Kurt Cobain's house again? Yeah. You know what I mean? We've been 10 times and it's like, it's almost just because you can, you know, and you, you should because that's what life's about. Like you got to you gotta keep that enthusiasm else. You, you'll lose it in a second. You know I was I, mean? I was just
0: there recently. Of course, I went again. I've been there so many times, but yeah. still every time I go, and I feel bad for the people that live there Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. because all these people are just visiting. Yeah, yeah you see the memorial bench yeah. right there and you see the house yeah. in... You just get excited, mm-hmm. but but it, but you remember it brings you to this time to when you were a kid mm-hmm. and seeing that, and you're like,
1: "Yeah,
0: hey, I'm, I, I, yeah." I get yeah. the same feeling every time. It's like, <gasps> <laughs> good. I'm glad. Yeah, that's rare. Mm-hmm. No, it, it's super that's rare. rare. You, you, and but so you know, because you you've done so many jobs as well. I heard about that. You've done countless and countless. Of, mm-hmm. You've done literally everything <laughs> but the thing i thought was really cool as you were talking you know you did not have the traditional apprenticeship for mm. for tattooing but you would practice on uh some of the workers uh was it construction workers if i'm oh yeah quick? so
1: I, I used to deliver like overalls and rags and towels and stuff to to mechanics yeah you know so um i would work all day delivering stuff in this van and then just from meeting everyone, you know, everybody wants a free tattoo. Like mm-hmm. everyone, they don't care what it looks like. Yeah. So I would work all day. And then when I was learning, I would finish work and I would just, you know, I'd take all my stuff to work and then just drive to their place. And just and, and just, just tattoo them. Yeah. So, <laughs> so yeah, I, I definitely was in some really weird situations and when I was doing that. But thinking back now, I'm like, you are out of your mind. But back then, like I said, it's that enthusiasm of just like, just wanting to do it and just yeah, doing whatever it takes to. Well, to I mean, do it, I mean, know?
0: look where look where that's gotten you. You know, when you when you think back to doing, to the root of it. Yeah. Of you, it, that wasn't those weren't your first. Was that your first like consist, I guess uh, consistent tattoo work as far as clients would go, or no?
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was. I mean, between between them and and, and the punk scene. You know mm-hmm. what I mean i was right where i needed to be i had i had a, a list as long as my arm of people that wanted stuff yeah. you know f- but f- for me i always held tattooing in such a high regard that i wanted to do it right and and luckily the guys who i hung around from a very young age um, you know who did all my my first stuff like all i wanted to do was impress them uh-huh. i didn't care about anything else I, to me i wasn't going to move to america i wasn't going to do anything i just wanted to get good enough to be able to work with them and then that led me to Australia. I lived, lived in Australia for three years and that's where I, I got into my first like street shop where I just worked my fingers to the bone. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So, um, but even then, you know, like I was doing regular stuff, but there was such a huge punk and, and hardcore scene in Adelaide, Australia mm-hmm. um, that like it was great. It was just always people wanting stuff. And, and I was looking to, to the U S mainly. Um, I'd, was totally enamored with a bunch of tattooers from over here, and over there, there, there just weren't people doing that stuff, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So, um, Thankfully, I was able just to be super busy and, and to do everything that I wanted to do, as well as the, the regular sort of street shop. Well, stuff.
0: That, that's the thing I think is dope, and I, I don't think many people, people tend to, I think any artist of any nature, whether it be tattoo work, whether it be musicians, whether it be stand-up comedy, you do, I think a lot of times an artist can forget uh, that 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 feeling of just wanting to be better, even though they've grown a lot. yeah you know and I, and that that's one thing I think is interesting to hear you say is is that you you're, I'm always trying to be better. yeah, you know even oh, you, like a you, doubt. you you I mean you have your own tattoo shop like you, you have a yeah. lot of things, yeah, but at the same time to just sit there and say, I I still want to be better.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's hugely important to me. You know, I don't don't, don't, don't know where it comes from really, but I think just being intrigued with every element of tattooing, you know, like, you know, I did, I did that TV show LA Inc. for a while. And on the show, I got, I kind of got labeled as like the traditional guy, you know what I mean? Which Mm -hmm. is like, obviously Americana, like traditional bold lines, bold color. And and that's my true love. Like I, I, I love doing that and still do it a lot but I think of all the tattoos I was doing on that show, there was a lot of different stuff, like a lot of lettering, a lot of like fine line stuff. And so it's really, it's really interesting. Um, And even, I mean, that was pushing 10 years ago, but you know, I started doing these little shoes, just like one to two inch.
0: I think I sent you some Mm Casey
1: of the shoes that he does. And that was just, um, you know, actually, Toby got the the first one, you know what I mean?
0: Oh, Toby Morris from H two O that played in Phoenix, Arizona. That show concert of the year. Uh, <laughs> yes. So, so um, but he got the first one, and,
1: and it was it was it was him sort of like just letting me do my thing and try it out. You know. Wait, and who's the Cortez? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I've oh, done oh, so oh, many, okay. man. I've done um, like I've done like nearly two hundred. I think. At this yeah,
0: point. I, I'm so intrigued. No, you don't have to bring that one up yet. Uh, yeah. How did you get there? Because that's a very unique way it's just it's just do. came from
1: me wanting to try it and just okay. be like hey like this is ultra fine line like single needle stuff like there's a bunch of guys who kill it uh-huh like i think i could do it yeah you know and just just pushing myself it, it, and oh,
0: wow because that's
1: <laughs> yeah i mean
0: it's it's a, it's a very like definite look and, and, and very just i don't even know how to explain it because i just think it's just such a dope look and it delivers the shoe so well Yeah cool If that makes any sense no,
1: I mean I'm glad to hear it You know I'm always my My hardest critic But um, To me you've got to have fun But you've also got to Like progress You know So I feel, I feel like I just Tried to apply that To, to everything To me, everything Music and tattooing And life mm-hmm. in general You know
0: No I I, I mean yeah. Like I said I get it Because I mean I, I think you're Extremely talented Hey pull up the There's one of my favorite Tattoos that you've done it's Mainly because I'm a Doors fan Go down that one oh yeah that one right there the, <laughs> the does uh that's just a fun one that i was like i just wanted to pull up some of my favorites oh, cool. uh but that is one of my favorites mainly just because i'm a doors fan and i like the simpsons yeah, as well yeah and what uh, a I, what a combination i don't remember uh, seeing
1: that episode but um that's the beauty of tattoos man what yeah. what you know what's what's moderately fun to you is amazingly fun mm-hmm. to somebody else you know what yeah, yeah, and yeah that's what you're doing you're giving them something to take away well, and look at for the rest of their lives and, yeah and, and, and what, that to me is a huge part and,
0: and i know it's a huge part for you because i've noticed like you're very honest about you know especially when someone's like i want this tattoo here mm-hmm. you're very honest and up front and right there about like you know i don't think that's the best spot i think that would look better yeah here yeah I don't know, and, and I don't know the tattoo world s- s- too much. Not too, I don't know too many tattoo artists, so, uh-huh. like a few. Yeah. But is that a, is that a are many tattoo artists like that? To where they, and I'm not telling you to put anyone on blast or anything like that. <laughs> but just, and, 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 oh, I've and, got a uh, list. Oh, okay. No, no, no. Um, <laughs> I don't know if that puts you I in like a weird spot to like I don't know if answer they,
1: that. No, no, no. I, don't, I think it's personal preference, right? Because like, I mean, obviously my name has to be attached to it. So I think, especially with the old, the older I've gotten, I'm just like I just don't want any anything to be out there that I'm not proud of. Yeah. You know what I mean? But ultimately, like if someone doesn't want to listen to my advice, it's like I'm not gonna get like too butthurt about it. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. there's plenty of times where people are like, no, I think I really want it like here. You know? And you're yeah. like, all right, it's not gonna look good, but I'll do it. Like yeah, uh, okay. And you they'll know, like, to it. Like I'm in the I'm in the service industry. As well, you know? It's, I'm yes. not like on a pedestal. I'm just like a regular dude. You, and you're just trying to help as yeah, best exactly. as you can. You're, so, you're not mean, trying to...
0: Yeah. You want to deliver the best work. Right. Yeah. yeah. and Because I, 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 I always think back to... uh, When you, when you look at some, some people's tattoos, like uh, when I think about that girl that got, I think, Drake's name
1: yeah, on yeah. her forehead.
0: Uh-huh. And it's like someone actually... Like an artist was straight up like, okay, I'll do it. Yeah. Like... That to me <laughs> makes, I, and I don't know if that like, because you're the tat, you're a tattoo yeah. artist, the, yeah, yep. Yeah, here it is, right here, homegirl, right there. I know. It, was that a money grab?
1: <laughs> I don't know because it wouldn't have taken that long. I, I, I don't think it would have cost that much. But yeah, I mean, everyone's different, right? There's people who are just like, you pick it, I stick it, kind of stuff, and yeah, and, 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 and that's that's cool. There's a place for it. I mean with her specifically, I, I just hope I mean, she's she probably yeah, I, I yeah. hope she's stoked on it still. I, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I mean And not to diss her. I don't know her. Yeah. You know, but everybody's entitled to, look to, at it. to do what they want to do, you know. But <laughs> I feel like with me personally, the older I've gotten, I've become a little more selective with, with what I I'm putting out there. Yeah, you pick and choose you know? like you'll yeah. you'll straight up say it's stressful, man. you doing that on a forehead, that is stressful. That's a lot. I you mean, know? that's aggressive. I've tattooed face stuff, but I don't do it that often. But it's usually like yeah. friends or, or people we know, you know. And yeah, because the
0: first thing I'd ask everybody, like, do you have a job? You know, do you have, do you have work? Do yeah, you, do you have an office like, that you have to it's go weird, into? Right,
1: because on one hand, you don't want to judge someone, you don't want to. Yeah, you don't want to be that. I don't, I didn't get into tattooing to be that person. True. You know, I I, I got into tattooing to stay away from you know stay away from normal people you know what i mean i thought that's where i was going and then i end up on a tv show that the whole world knows and the little old lady in the supermarkets grabbing my arm saying oh it's beautiful and i'm like wow this sure took a turn you know what i mean but it's what it's cool you know it's, yeah, it's, it's, it, it it's is cool and i think that comes with age maybe i don't know in the beginning you, you it's if you're if you're trying to be rebellious and you know saying you know fuck everything like that's cool but it only it only applies to s- certain things, you yeah. Know I mean? And then you got to you get older and stuff changes, man. Uh-huh. You know, so yeah, I've got a conscience when it comes to facial, facial tattoos for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: you, you you haven't done many. Uh, I've done a bunch, but he is just picky? Yeah, just picky. And that I mean, that's a good place to be in. Yeah. You it, can be it, picky if someone
1: can do a tattoo better than me, I'll will I'll suggest them all day. Really, you know what I mean? Yeah, totally. Is that is that pretty yeah. common for artists to do? W- or do some not, artists I w- have I w- the ego? Maybe you wouldn't say it's common. Oh, really? Yeah. Hey,
0: if I can, if I couldn't do letters, you know, I'd be like, hey, this person's really good at letters. Right. Yeah.
1: I like sharing the love, man. To be honest, you know, like uh-huh. I like, I like other people knowing that I think they're a great tattooer. Yeah. And if and if they are, I'll 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 say that. I'll tell them. Easy. Uh huh. You know what I mean? Like it, that's what to me that, that's what it's about. But I think that comes from the more sort of like. You know, community sort of like ethics or whatever from from punk. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, not everyone sort of has that or cares about it. You know, yeah. it can be kind of a cutthroat industry. You know, but it's probably the same with with comedy, right? I mean, especially in L.A., someone's someone's gonna step on your head as quick as they can to yeah. get over you. You know, if you if you let it. No,
0: that, that, yeah. I mean that is true. Yeah, you know, and but also like yeah. I, just like you said, I I don't mind giving credit where credit's due. Yeah. Like, they, I mean, they're better. You know, you might yeah. want want this person to close out the show instead of, you know, like or, or whatever. You know, yeah. it's I mean, it makes it. But sometimes with comedy, it doesn't necessarily happen that way. Because I've had to follow some big dogs. Yeah. Like I had to follow Bill Burr. Really? Yeah. I love Bill Burr. I know. It was amazing. Was it amazing, or were you petrified? Oh, I, I was petrified. Yeah. You know. Damn it, I didn't know the lyrics. I was going to try to finish it. <laughs> First, I was afraid. I was, was ready. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I got you. I <laughs> know. I tried okay. to do it. I'm sorry. That's all right. Damn it! That joke, failed. Yeah. You going to edit that out? Nope. Yep. All right. Let's we'll put keep the video it at the bottom or something. You know. <laughs>
1: a little heads up. You going to keep fine.
0: that one, Casey. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. Keep that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I literally was like, <laughs> but no. Uh, yeah, hmm. I had to follow him. Yeah. So comedy. I mean, it's a little different because he, he wanted. He wanted to go you... up early. And, I, and you know, the lineup that I was on, I mean, it was some big dogs. It was Joe Rogan, uh, Bill Burr, Tony yeah. Hinchcliffe, and like, me and uh, one of my homies, Derek Poston. So, uh-huh. like, it was, a, it was a beast of a, yeah, yeah, yeah. a lineup, you know.
1: But that feeling that you got after you finished?
0: Yeah. Amazing,
1: right? Oh, yeah. It, the it, greatest. It, it,
0: it, it was pretty funny because I, I, mean, I remember getting off stage after just doing my thing, and I kind of just was like, I went up there, I was like, just do, just be Chappelle yeah. Lacey. Just be Chappelle Lacey. Yep. Uh, and I remember I got on stage and I'm, I'm outside waiting for my Uber to come uh, get me. And the show just had got over and there's people were walking out. These dudes run right up to me. They're like, yo, you did your fucking thing. Nice. They're like, you followed a fucking goat and you did your thing. And then, like, I immediately had to get out of there. I, I had to, like, after that, it was just like, okay. You yeah. know the
1: most beautiful thing about that, though? That is that is yours and yours only, right? Yep. That's yours. Like You made it happen. You did it. You can think about it forever. Uh-huh. And it's because you you, you stepped up and took that opportunity. And I, I, f- I feel like... I just feel like that's what life's about. Yeah. It's stepping up, you know? Because you're given that opportunity. No one else. And every other fucking person will have something to say about your opportunities. But ultimately, you're getting asked to do something. Yeah, it's my and opportunity. To me, yeah. I, I think of... Growing up in a, the smallest town in West Auckland in, in New Zealand, going like, "Dude, you're from here! Like, you have to take this opportunity." You know what I mean? Like, I'm not the kind of person to like say no and then wonder what it would have been like my whole life, or no, oh, no, I'll I'll sit, I'll sit this one out. You know what I mean? It's just like, do it. What? Like, you're gonna learn. You go for it all. Yeah, it's like the 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 the, the least you'll walk away from is a lesson, right? Which is the is the greatest thing. Mm-hmm. That is that's fair to say. You know? So what so then what what
0: I, I, this is a funny question. What came first, the chicken or the egg? What came first, tattooing or uh being in a band?
1: Or was uh, it be being kind of adi- being in a band? So being in a band yeah, first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I got a I got a guitar when I was about 10. I got a bass when I was 13, 12, mm-hmm. 13. And bass is the thing you love. Yeah. I'm yeah, I'm a bass player for sure. Mm-hmm. Um and I was in I was in bands, you know, from Pomegranate? Yeah, <laughs> you know, you know, although no recorded uh material, so I don't know no. how you know that. Uh, how did I find that out?
0: Oh, Toby's podcast. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, uh, I was listening. So, again. yeah, that
1: was from like 13 to 15, maybe. Okay,
0: that was the first band, or yeah, damn,
1: yeah, 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 hardcore. No, it was punk, it was very punk, it was like you know. Chain and padlocks, kind of stuff. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just doing it so poorly. But like, yeah, like. But it was fun. Like we thought we were at Sex Pistols. Yeah, you know. Did you have that attitude too? <laughs> the Johnny <laughs> Rotten attitude. <laughs> no, I never had that attitude. Oh, okay. I always thought that attitude kind of sucked, to be honest. Yeah, I kind of lean more towards like the Damned and, and bands like, you know, the Jam. A little more like they have that urgency and their the, the Plus aggression. Cox. But it's not as like. We're trying to shock you, even though six Pistols are amazing. Amazing, but, amazing, yeah. but yes, yeah.
0: amazing, amazing. Yeah. But, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. So you yeah. went from pomegranate to, As you've done, you've done it quite a bit. Hold on, let me try to guess. <laughs> to uh,
1: DSM? That's right. Ah! That's right. <laughs> and that was like, DSM the, was amazing. It was the glory days of, of New Zealand. Uh uh-huh. um, It was three, three friends in high school. Is there
0: anything recorded out there?
1: Yeah, we have a record on Spotify. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. What's it stand for again? Because I, I I heard how the name came about. So originally we were young, man. We were like 15 or 16, and we were in high school doing photography. And uh, a good friend of mine, Richie Richie Hardcore, who's doing some amazing stuff in New Zealand right now, um, we told him that we wanted to start a band. And he just couldn't believe it. He was like, what, you guys? Okay, <laughs> like, like... No one, no one our age he... was playing music. you yeah. know what I mean, and so, uh, and he was like, "Okay, what are you going to be called, Dexter Schneider and Mo?" Because it was three of us, you know. And we're like, "Yeah," <laughs> and it was just like we didn't know it. He how just to, took that to picking names. So yeah, we just did that, and then, um, and then we grew up. You know what I mean? Like I was in that band from, you know, from sixteen to tw- and, 20, and that was twenty-one. The, that was the same level of like
0: the just punk.
1: It was more. It was more hardcore. We were more obsessed hardcore. with like New York hardcore. Still, yeah, still am. But, Shout out to um, New York hardcore. Yeah, man. I'm obsessed um, too.
0: That's, <laughs> that's in that's New, New York? In the, Yeah, I'm the first uh, African American to ever sing Freddie Madball's part on "Guilty by and Association." It's, and it's fully documented. And it's right fully there. documented right there. Wow. The picture hanging can above. Be, can you believe this? Can you believe that, Toby? Toby's in the audience oh, right now. <laughs> yeah
1: i'm just thankful it was documented yeah i know, you know imagine if it wasn't then imagine then, if then, someone else stepped yeah. up and took that
0: because then that crown pe- when people look at like black history month <laughs> they'll know what the fuck happened there <laughs> amazing oh my god oh, <laughs> thank you i bought that on site anyways
1: oh man so, so but no yeah we, we did a whole lot of growing up in that band you know and, yeah um, and uh we we toured we toured australia a couple times and that was a big deal that because australia back then was sort of the next stepping stone of of people that were doing stuff and wanted to see the world it was like okay we can just go to australia still a big deal but um you know back then the exchange rate i think to come to the states was like 30 cents like 30 new zealand cents right so Uh it's like like, it took us years to save up for a plane ticket, you know To, what I mean? to go to the States. Totally. That's why wow. we'd arrive with, like, empty suitcases and stuff because yeah, like, no we f- just want to buy everything we can and, and, and take back merch for all our friends and just be like, oh, shit, this is, like, stuff you just can't get there, you know? So it was, it was very much a, a really strong knit, close-knit community vibe mm-hmm. always. You know, very diverse shows, 100% DIY. It was amazing. It, 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 it was stuff that we had seen the rest of the world do and we were in control it's down it's there,
0: really cool know? hearing like hearing other areas of the world adapt that yeah and, and being inspired by that uh because it's
1: timeless it's a, it's the most yeah, beautiful you, thing yes, there is
0: you, yeah that that can never that's a thing that could never end yeah and it, and it's always something that could keep yeah one authentic and keep the authenticity inspiring someone yeah. to
1: create something where they don't have to rely on anyone is the most beautiful thing
0: yes right? that, that's all, where you're like oh i have oh i, I know how to do this yeah. i can do this this and, and this if, and because it, it you have the
1: confidence as well as a kid which we all developed right it's like knowing that it's been done before by the bands that we looked up to it was like now we have almost like a, an obligation to do it here mm-hmm. we have to we you know we have to build something and, and make it blossom, you know, yeah. and, we, and we did that. It was amazing, you know?
0: So, okay, uh, I think I I think I got your timeline correct. Yeah. So
1: DSM to Dear and Departed? No, you're missing a key oh, part. A no, no, no. no, no. A, a <laughs> no, no.
0: Yeah. I don't want yeah, to use you know, my notes. Uh, it's another three-word band. It is, yeah. Uh, hold on.
1: Big. Of Contempt?
0: You got it. Uh, what's the first part? something of contempt
1: day week month oh day of contempt yeah yeah yeah. so so that was a band i joined when i moved to australia okay and i kind of moved to australia mostly because i knew this the the city that they were from adelaide was a huge it had a huge hardcore scene it was it was super healthy but there were a ton of kids that wanted to get tattooed that didn't have anyone to go to because back then it was just biker shops And a lot of the hardcore kids and and, and scene and stuff didn't really feel that comfortable going into those shops. So I moved there and I met Shep and Gomer from the body art shop. Amazing Shep. Total punk fan. Was basically exactly the same as the guys who hung around in New Zealand who did my first tattoos. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So again, that punk ethos always with me. You know what I mean? Looking out for each other and kind of, you know, having these dudes take me under their wing. And he kind of, taught me everything he knew you know and got me into a a shop straight away wow you know so finally i was legit i mean i I remember visiting the states for the first time in 2001 and um you know i stayed in new york went to boston went went up to albany evr records like everything you know and then went back and i was like all right cool i met some serious tattooed you know dudes who i was a a big fan of you know and i'm like okay i i got to. I got to do whatever it takes. Damn. And then like the week after I got back, I got into a shop. So that was kind of a big step and then um like I say it was just go time, you know? Like yeah. I was always busy. So you had to yeah, at the shop and obviously
0: touring with 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 those guys. And that that band was more like a cuz I listened last night um and I'm trying to, I was trying to like kind of find a similarity to it. It was more like a, of that world of like where Under Oath was, correct? Or no? Kind kinda, kinda, of.
1: It was, I mean, Under Oath uh, are heavy, but this was a little more um, tough heavy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like a little more New York style. Almost say yeah, had hate a New York. Or that that kind, you know, that yeah. kind of world. Um, okay. We, we loved a lot of the, the upstate New York bands like straight edge bands like earth crisis and an, another victim path of resistance stuff like that so that was probably at our at our angriest point in life you yeah. know what i mean um but man we did amazing things with that band we got to travel the whole world because that's probably the angriest band you've been in yeah i think so yeah yeah. Yeah yeah yeah, yeah 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 but we did great stuff man it was it was awesome i mean i learned more in those years than i think i i have Ever learn and anything else, you know what I mean because we 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 moved here with that band, you know what i mean we 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 came here with another empty suitcase, but this time it was for like for good in my You're in my good. eyes, it was for good, you know, so we said goodbye to everyone we we sold our cars and 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 you know everything, so there was kind of a lot riding on it um so then Deer and departed was out of the states, yeah, that came wow. so so and that okay then, <laughs> then I,
0: uh, That style was more what I felt like, correct me if I'm wrong, more like the Seo sin Circus, Survive? No, or am I off?
1: Here's the thing with that band. I'm off. No, 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 you're not off. You're not off. But here's the thing. We like a lot of the same bands, right? Yeah. I grew up on all that stuff from England. You know what I mean? New Wave, post-punk, punk punk stuff. There isn't really a scene for a lot of that. There is kind of now, but mid 2000s it's was basically it? like okay and where we were living orange county la it was like okay you can go on the warp tour you know and it's like yeah warp tour punk and, and and it's amazing and I, we had some of the greatest times on the warp tour but we often felt like man there's there's no bands there's not like a scene of bands that we can like play with but thankfully to bands like sayosin circa you know a, a, a lot of bands alexis on fire you know yes um they would take us on tour and and that was more of a friend thing than like a full-on like good fit but i'm super grateful for all those bands and all you know especially the bands that are like really really looked out for us yeah alkaline trio you know afi for sure they're probably the the band that sort of looked out for us the most davy sung on on our record i've sung on their records oh shit i I believe that you got a fucking great voice thanks man but it's just yeah it's 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 nothing that i ever thought would happen but it's Just kind of like a roll with the punches type situation, you Mm -hmm. know. And I think moving over here was easily the—I don't want to say it was a naive decision, but because it was—it was fueled by enthusiasm. But when we got here, it was a—it was a huge eye opener. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? We're like, we're not—we're not where we're from anymore. We're not in these little countries where, you know what I mean? We're—we're—we're in the big pond. And and shit got pretty fucking heavy pretty quick. Yeah, I I think about that with with me moving here, and I'm glad I moved
0: to Los Angeles at an age where, and just where not not even necessarily age much as more, um, where I was at mentally. Yeah, you know, I feel like I I didn't get too excited. I didn't let myself. Yeah, you know, if if like someone. Like oh, I'll, I'll, someone was like, if someone was like, hey, I'll get you on my show. You yeah. know, I took that with a grain of salt. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times, that you know, it, you have to understand people will say things just to say things, but also, yeah. If it didn't happen, I, I don't want to get excited about it. To the and not saying I'm trying to be negative. Yeah, but just more so like, you know, get excited when it's actually going on. Yeah, you know, and that a was a big was,
1: lesson for me, man. That's that's weird. Really? I was pretty much the opposite because wow. I come from a place, okay. and especially come from a place but come from a, f- a, a a friend group or i don't know even uh, you know i think the reason why we sort of leaned a lot more towards like the the, the the east coast sort of sensibility was like it was very similar with new zealand and england like you sort of like there's a, you there keep a your, connection you keep your word if you're going to say something you do it that also kind of also stuff.
0: very forward
1: very forward but just direct and just straight up you Mm -hmm. know what I mean and then we sort of moved to LA and it was a little like oh what's is it what's this dude about like is he real? like what you know so when we were getting some of those opportunities I think because of the like the scale of the move and we all kind of dealt with it in different ways little things meant a lot to us and if they fell through I would be pretty disappointed yeah you know what I mean and I'd be like, but that that guy said that. You know what I mean? Like, uh-huh. so there was a lot of growing up and a lot of like just figuring out how it really is. And how old were you around that time? So I moved when I was twenty four. Okay, I mean that's. Yeah. I mean, and
0: I, I know like yeah, that, that's a young age. That's still, like twenty four. It's like, young. When it's, I think about me at twenty four, yeah. it's it's. I mean, there's just certain things that. You know, most 24-year-olds have not learned yet. There's certain yeah. things, and you kind of got to learn that at that age. So, so honestly, yeah. you were, you know, at the right moment. You were where yeah. you should have been, and you yeah. were learning what you were supposed to be learning.
1: Yeah. That's
0: how I think of that.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't change any of it. I just wish, well, yeah, I, would, I wouldn't change any of it, any of it but we, we did learn a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it took a toll. It took a toll on everyone in the band, different ways. Yeah. You know, and usually, and it wasn't positive. And that's yeah. that's, that's that's what and I get bummed just on. Just it just dissolved. Yeah, you know, it dissolved for a bunch of different. So reasons. when?
0: So when did the? So when did capture your shop captured come into place?
1: All right, so we're coming up to our ninth birthday. So, um, wow! Congrats. Thanks. It's crazy. It's crazy to think, but we. So so. Sort of between bands. Day of Contempt was busy. It was falling apart. I knew I still wanted to do music and it was with a lot of the other members in that in that in that band. So to me I had this obligation, not just for myself, but for the other people, like, hey, we, we came here for a reason, like we kind of need to see it through. You know, so so there was kind of a lull in the middle where we we're trying to like figure out where we where we were going to be, what we were going to do, like if it was even possible to stay here, we had mm-hmm. visas that were pretty short, you yeah. know what I mean? So we kind of had to renew them and like, there was all these, cr- it was just cr- like, we were homeless for a while, you know what I mean? We were living in a van. So it was like, okay, I had tattooing. So I knew I was pretty taken care of. Um, and I ended up living in a warehouse in Santa Ana. And at that time, you know, when I first moved over, I, I worked with Kat, who did LA yeah. Inc. And did Miami Inc. So she was like, hey, like, I'm coming back to LA. I'm going to do a TV show. I want you to be on it. And I was just like, what? Like, amazing. again, another amazing opportunity. But my priority was music. I'm like, this is what I hear. this is what I sacrificed everything for. You've got to do music. Stupid. Yeah. You know, because it was the biggest opportunity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a couple months went by and she... You know, we, we're we still great friends. And, and she would check in like, hey, wh- you know, you want to come and work? And I'm like, oh, yeah. And the band was just falling apart. So I was like, you know what?
0: You were holding on to this yeah, fucking thing. Like, like
1: just the cheesy like. Where you just like, let it go. Dude, I know. <laughs> yeah. I know. And, I, um, no, I get it. I get it. And then it just kind of dawned on me. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? This is the first thing you can do that's just for you. You know what I mean? Like you, you've kind of earned it. Like just, just go for it. And so I moved up to LA. I slept on a couch for, you know, three months while I was sort of getting situated. And, um, yeah. Then she asked me to be on the show, and I had to do an audition. And, and oh I, really? Oh yeah. Like I mean, like well, auditioning is- for the network and stuff, like all the legalities and stuff. But she. You oh, know, so you had to sit in front of like the uh, execs or whatever, it and was, like, it was filmed. Do a but, you know, and. Were they just asking you questions, or you had to like do your work? The work was fine. It was it was more like personality, like who is yeah, this guy? Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah. And uh,
0: I know, I, I'm only asking because I know that feeling, and I did like a show I that most people don't even know really? that I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What show was it? It was uh shit. I forgot what the fuck it was called. Oh, uh, dating no filter, where I had to like, where it was like me and another like com, like it's all comedians, and it's uh-huh. like me and another comedian. And we sit here and we watch these dates and we kind of just riff on them, and okay. make jokes.
1: That sounds cool. I mean, it sounds fun. Like it's not really pressure, right? Or no pressure,
0: but I mean, also it was not my. It's not really my personality. Yeah. At all, but I, I mean, I I know how to be a, a, a fucking, you know, like okay, put it this way. So they had they had me like, and don't get me wrong. Shouts out shouts out to to that to that gig because that got me. To be able to that helped me be able to quit my job and go full-time comedy great okay see so it, all, it all, so it all yeah, goes it, to yeah it goes yeah so uh but the where they had a sitting was like this thing called like the man cave and i'm like <laughs> the most like non-fucking
1: you have man hel- cave. helmet with the beard yeah looking. yeah
0: it was like <laughs> oh god i was like i have to sit here and be in this like man cave looking
1: of a thing and not and no diss to that it's just not me is that the one where, like, Frank Sinatra's playing pool with, like, yeah, G- Jimi like Hendrix that, yeah, and yeah, Jim Morrison?
0: Yeah. It doesn't have the first black uh, African-American. <laughs> You've come a long way, man. I've it's come great. a long way. <laughs> oh, man. But, no, so that's why I was curious of,
1: like, the audition part of, like, how that worked. Yeah. I mean, you know, TV's TV. Like, the people who know kind of the ins and outs, like, you, you kind of have to... You have to turn it up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Create this thing that they're like, oh yeah, he, he's the one, you uh, know? Yeah. And that was sure. really weird for me, but you know, especially because I'm, I'm, like I said, I got into punk and tattoos and everything else to, to you know, to be an outcast from normal normalcy, you know uh-huh. what I mean? And all of a sudden, I'm like, you know, doing this an guy audition, an audition to be a sort of somewhat of a household name. You didn't, on, you didn't have you, know? you didn't have captured yet right no no I, wo- I so i worked in cat's shop high voltage uh-huh. um, which just closed its doors yeah just, just, peace. Just, yeah r.i.p one of the greatest shops i've worked in um it just closed its doors but yeah i, I worked there for five nearly six years i think mm-hmm. um damn. and it was Good a wow. it was an amazing time yeah amazing changed my life you know what i mean yeah. really so i have everything to thank her for and 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 sort of everyone who came through those doors you know damn yeah. And then fucking capture came along, and you, yeah, doing it your thing—it just happened, like I, which is know, a beautiful, it. it was beautiful
0: shop. Thanks, man. Beautiful I, shop. It's it's a, a, dope environment. Yeah,
1: you know, because i i Yeah, gone. I just wanted to do it my way, you know. And yeah, I, th- I think anyone who owns a shop understands that feeling. Um, it's like this: it's like you wanted to do it your way. Yeah, you know what I mean. You've Sproul's done. World, huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, your way, your way. Um, so um, you know. It it was, t- I don't know, it just, when it happened, I knew it was right. And even though it was kind of daunting, I just kind of went with it. You know, my that- wife, Scully, I was married, I forget how long I was married, like when we moved, but I've been married 13 years now. And so anytime we would visit Orange County, you know, she's from a sort of a smaller beach town in Florida. So she'd be like, oh, it's so cool down here. Like, yeah, you know, or, or not as heavy and and. LA's heavy. It's crazy now, especially, it's, but especially. you know, you just certain times in your life you want different things. So we, it seemed like it was a great move, and, and you're still
0: able to accomplish all that you you uh, want to accomplish. I mean, yeah, I, I love uh, going in and getting worked on on you. Yeah, it's the cool. Work it's always done fun. by you. You know, like yeah. and I, yeah, I oh that's oh so like uh, I don't handle tattoos well. Really? (laughs) I pulled up some pictures. This is my favorite one. Look at that one. That's the greatest. That's my favorite one. That's Dan. That's me at Dan's shop doing a tattoo on my chest. I'm totally unaware right there. I know. He has no clue. (laughs) (laughs) It is just sitting there. I'm just like, oh.
1: The funny (laughs) thing was, that one took like, what, 15 minutes maybe? I think it was less than that, to be honest. (laughs) And you were like that for the whole 15 minutes. Oh, I was like that the
0: whole fucking time. I don't handle them. Well, there's there's one I was getting. Oh, that's a uh, that's oh that's me getting the OLOC. <laughs> tattoo. It doesn't matter where they are; they it just bring man, those same just faces, fucking huh? Hurts. How do you make it not hurt? Why not uh, go to no go to a different one? That's me smiling. That was my boy Leo. Uh, go go that one. Y'all go back. That one. So you're like this with everyone. Yeah. That's oh, that's, I just that's, it was that's me. Aaron that's Aaron Coleman at Immaculate. Yeah, yeah, yeah I love Aaron. And, and, and He's Mesa, awesome. shout out to Aaron. Immaculate. And then go to another one. Uh that one. That was the first tattoo you ever did on me. Was the PMA on my finger. <laughs> now that fucking tattoo. One minute. One minute in fucking the worst pain in my fucking life. Everyone's like, eh, you can't you can't handle your finger. No, I can't handle my damn finger. This shit hurts. Listen, I ain't I'm not touching my hands. Ever again, that someone was someone the, out there has got to get your face tattooed. One of those faces. One of those faces. They're too good. I think it'll happen. I don't know. Yeah, that was funny. That oh should hurt, God. dude. And I was being extra quiet. So we're gonna do one today, though, right? Yes. So that's so the what thing. The hell are you so do? that's the thing. Uh, I kind of want to surprise people, but it, it, it's funny because you uh, you're always like, oh you have so many letters," and of course, it's a letter tattoo. I have a lot of letters. You like uh, the yellow
1: pages tattoo? Yeah. <laughs>
0: You know, these fucking British guys, they always find <laughs> room for humor anywhere. <laughs> you, just, gotta, you gotta uh, make room. Yeah, you gotta uh, make just room. Like, I don't know where the fuck, like, how, <laughs> like, how did that come about that, that the whole, like, British culture just understands,
1: oh, humor here, humor here? It's, I think it was a certain school of comedians that we all grew up on. Okay. You know what I mean? It was like, I've, I've told you about a few of them. Yeah, you listed on you know a few. I, I, so I, there's I know like, Alan Parcher's one of them. Okay, yeah, Steve Coogan. It was, like, yeah. ben, ben Elton, who wrote, like, yeah. The Young Ones. Uh-huh. Alexi Sale, he was on there as well. Yeah. You know, obviously, like, Harry Enfield was another one. Um, I got to look all these Obviously, up. Little Britain, uh-huh. Matt Lucas, David Williams, you know. You just understand humor. Fawlty Towers, John Cleese. Yeah. Like, and it's so
0: fucking... I think, Casey, about the uh, about the humor is just, like, so... Dry. So dry, dry but, quick. like, it's not Quick and direct. You know? It's just, like, almost <laughs> like you're... Like whipping a towel. So it's like, you know, that's, that's, and then it just comes right back. And then it's, but it makes such a big fucking, you know, imprint <laughs> is what it does. That's what the fuck it does. That's good, man. So yeah, we, we are doing uh, uh, a tattoo today. Because like I said, I love Dan's work. And I'm doing it in a spot that I don't know how I'm going to do. Listen, you see how I did with my fucking finger. Still hands down. Listen, after all the tattoos I've gotten. At post that finger tattoo still hands down finger tat well holds the throne
1: I, I bought the numbing cream oh you did today you did we, we can edit that right
0: <laughs> see
1: you see what I mean Casey it's like they whip it and just
0: fucking <laughs> I'm not using numbing cream <laughs> who would use that who would fucking use this numbing guy. cream do a lot of people ask for it yeah
1: and I really? never use it
0: Oh, you never use it? Nah. You're like, nah.
1: Nah. You no, have a, a you used it on yourself? Here and there. Really? Yeah, over the years? Yeah, yeah, here and there.
0: on oh, certain it, spots. It, it
1: depends. Yeah, on certain spots. Like for big stuff, back pieces. You kind of need you it. know. It you, helps. I, it I, helps yeah, one sometimes. of my
0: favorite back pieces, uh, I think I sent Casey that. There. there's uh that one. That oh, is yeah. magical. Yeah. Dude, so how I don't know how that like I don't understand that process. That's a big because all the tattoos I get are like,
1: you know... You try to keep them under like the 12-minute mark. Uh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. So that was like, I don't know, 25 minutes. No, I'm just Oh, uh, I was like, what? That was, so that's like... I mean, that's kind of simple, but that's probably like so what 30 do you, hours Yeah, what maybe. do you start first? Do you, do, you, do you start at a certain spot and just build around it? I don't know how this shit works. It usually kind of depends on the client. Like, you try to get as much done as possible, really, with the outline. Um, different pieces call for different methods of attack but that one we did the whole outline in in one and then you did the whole outline in one yeah yeah people do that yeah
0: man he for what for what <laughs> so it doesn't take them their lifetime oh true yeah <laughs> that'll take me two years <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly I'd have that like if I got that done it'd be two years and I'd be a okay <laughs> Cause I, I mean, and the outline is the worst part. Is that what most people say?
1: Oh, it depends, man. Everyone's different, but like down by the kidneys and lower back and stuff. And if it goes all the way down, like butt cheeks and 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 you know below the butt, that's it's a pretty tough spot. But it's mind over matter, man. It's the same as oh, everything okay. else. Oh it's just easy no, to it, say mind over. It, it is. It is. You do. You know. If you if you can meditate, a lot of those practices come in really really handy when you're getting significantly sized tattoos like that so maybe
0: i just need to calm oh, no. down my energy yeah bring it down a notch
1: dude <laughs> bring
0: it down i think i just I, you know what it is it, it, it probably doesn't even hurt as bad as my mind's just making it to be
1: do you do you do any kind of meditation
0: or I breath, just journal breath work or anything no i should have journaled about getting a fucking tattoo today huh could have done that
1: you got to try the breath work man Okay, I'll do the breath work. Shout out Lucas, so, Lucas Mac, my boy from New Zealand, who yeah, he he's been helping Travis and stuff, and he with he, that he, with that he's back, of, oh, back really? flying again, you know, because Travis wasn't oh, flying.
0: Oh, he helped him so, out with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've That's done like beautiful.
1: three sessions with him. It's been kind of life changing to be yeah. honest. So. so
0: <laughs> before Tattoo <laughs> Whoa Soundbite <laughs> <Not, not here. laughs> Okay before the tattoo <laughs> Wait okay Can we wait Just give me a second Before the tattoo So at the end of every so, epi- every At the end of every episode uh, I like to do uh, A playlist It's basically a soundtrack uh, To the episode I like to do it with every guest I always do this at the end uh, And it's just a list of songs We'll go back and forth We do I mean, what did me and Stevie Weeby do last time? Like fifteen songs, so we, like I'll I'll name one, you go one or whatever. Name two or whatever. And it kind of just like we'll, we'll just, it's. I like to create a soundtrack for for the for the episode because I remember when I used to watch Dawson's uh, Creek. At the end of every, <laughs> you watch that? Something funny over there? Yeah. So when I used to watch Dawson's Creek, (laughs) at the end of every episode, they would tell you the songs that they played throughout the episode at the end. And so that's what I want to, you
1: know. Great idea.
0: You know, so uh, I'll go, okay, I'll go first. I'll do do Sex Pistols, Holiday in the Sun. Yeah, I need to so, get my phone out so I get the kind of thing. Because we did, yeah, we I, brought up the Sex
1: Pistols. Well, I, I saved a few because I knew and you told me that you were going to do this. Okay.
0: Oh, you saved the a first, few? Yeah.
1: All right. Just on the way up on my Spotify. So the first one is a band I believe you put me in touch with. I did. The Beths. From, I did. From New you in Zealand. The, from New Zealand. Yes. Which is amazing because New Zealand has the most amazing musical history that I've loved deep diving even more since being away from New Zealand. Yeah. Than than living there, right? But this band the the Beths and the song is called Future Me Hates Me. That's a good one. And I got it from you. Yeah. Oh wow. So yeah. That's amazing. Full circle, bro.
0: Okay, then I got to do one that I got from you which is more so recently, which is uh Supergrass? Supergrass. Yes. What? Yeah. I'm 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 such a massive fan and I and I hate that like Uh, So I'll do Supergrass, Caught by the the Fuzz. Sorry. So Um, good. That that album. Meanwhile, I've known this band the whole time. They have a song that's on Clueless. That song or or something? It's like their biggest song. All Right. Oh, of course. Of course. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That
1: hit for sure. It
0: was so funny. The way I discovered that band is because I was looking at your restroom. Because in Dan's restroom at his shop, he has all these, like, what do you call those type of photos?
1: So they're what labels like record labels would send out as promo pics. So, promo, they're like eight, yeah, eight by ten glossy black and white promo pics.
0: So he has his bathroom is like filled with that, and I saw uh, one for Supergrass, and I was like, they look cool. And then I was like, well, let me listen. And then that's how I came about listening to Supergrass. So that's so, the song I'll do.
1: That's great. So for this one, it's it's hot off the press. It only came out I think like three days ago, but. Body Jar from Australia, one of my all-time favorites. Uh, My band got to do a split seven inch with them about six months ago, maybe. Mm -hmm. But they just covered a band that I remember growing up with called Dragon from New Zealand, right? Uh Uh-huh. And they have this song called Rain. Is it dope? So so the the, the song is Rain, the band is Body Jar. It's a cover of Dragon. Oh. And it's just like, it's kind of like... Probably New Zealand's version of like classic rock, like American rock. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. I guess like Bruce Springsteen or, oh, okay. or like that, or, or, that. or, or not, not even Bruce Springsteen, but just like that staple. Like you know the song. You know yeah. What I mean? Okay. Like a CCR. So, exactly.
0: Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, your band did a Buzzcocks cover, but yeah, I'm not did. gonna do that song. I'll do Buzzcocks' "Orgasm Addict."
1: Great, <laughs> right? It's a good Great. one. <laughs> my my go-to Buzzcocks Buzzcocks song would be "Harmony in My Head." Okay, because that chorus.
0: They wrote some line. of the. You know, actually, Supergrass similarities to, but uh, uh, you can tell they're super Buzzcocks in- inspired.
1: Yep. Same same school.
0: Yeah. You know, it's amazing. Good. Buzzcocks just, are kind of
1: the first pop punk band, really.
0: When you really think about it, yeah. If you had to narrow it down, yeah.
1: yeah you know? Uh huh. Um all right, you go ahead. Um, there's a band that aren't together anymore. They're from Australia called Royal Headache. Okay, I don't know if you heard of them. Uh-uh. Their last record's amazing. I listen to it in the shop all the time. Uh, the song's called Another World. Great band. Oh okay. I can't wait to listen to this.
0: This is like this looks like another one I would skate to uh, playlist. I said that about the last one. Uh, I'll do. I'll do a band out of Australia. Um, they weren't like, I don't know how massive they got, but they made it over to where I, I think I, I was, uh, how old was I? I had to be like 18 years old. And I was at a record store that I used to go to all the time back home called Eastside Records. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Eastside Records. Mm-hmm. And uh, this band was playing. So they're called Eddie Current Sup- Suppression Ring. Whoa. Hold on. I'm totally unaware. I think you're spelling it, uh, Eddie, current. So it's E-D-D-Y. Totally
1: unaware of that.
0: Current suppression ring. Current uh, current is E-N-T. And the song is called uh, uh, Which Way to Go.
1: Mm. Back to me. Yeah. So uh you spoke about them earlier, Circa Survive. Okay. So I was living in Orange County when they started. And between them and Saosin they kind of s- created this like huge new scene, basically, this huge buzz around Orange County. But Circa I, I remember kind of not apprehensively, but kind of stumbling into Chain Reaction, not knowing who they were. Uh-huh. And it was amazing. And yeah. to this day, they were like one of my favorite bands, like like so, I, I, I'm not even going to do it, Joseph, if I try and explain it, but everyone should check them out. They just put a new song out called "Imposter Syndrome. I got to tattoo Anthony on the show. Now, he, was He's he a, the
0: original singer of Samson?
1: Yes so he fun he, fact la- later on he he ended up doing another record with sales and and touring with them and stuff like that so it's super cool. yes they're, they're, i did see that yeah. yes so yeah I, I they everyone involved just kind of left a big impact on me mainly because i was living right there and kind of amongst it but also it was like you know every every band can teach you new things you know what i mean and to me it was like just a, a new level of sort of like exploration of music yeah. you know what i mean just done by friends you know what i mean so um, I think in punk, sometimes it's easy to kind of go through life with like your blinders on and just like, oh, we're this, we're this, we're mm-hmm. this. And like with that comes the security or whatever. But when you take those off, sometimes it can be like a really, it beautiful, can be really, it can really be cool. A, a beautiful thing. Turnstile so, is a
0: band that I think of when it comes to that.
1: Exactly. Just, you know, where you, know,
0: you kind of like, it's like, we don't have to be this traditional. We can, we can go yeah, anywhere. Yeah. We can mess around with Latin beats. Yeah. you mess around with weird sounds yeah uh, so i'll do since yeah. you did Circuit survive i'll do Seosin. nice sin yep and the song i'll do is voices we how many them. how many
1: you got we toured them a, a bunch of times oh really yeah it was cool nine
0: we have nine okay we'll what do, do we need 10 we'll do one more piece one more piece okay
1: Oh, since I'm wearing the shirt, I should probably shout out Change. Mm -hmm. Uh, Straight Edge? uh, I don't know if everyone in the band is Straight Edge. Uh, They basically carry that same amazing vibe that a lot of the, you know, (laughs) that kind of (laughs) stuff.
0: Where that first African
1: uh, African American (laughs) is right there? Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) But yeah, from Vancouver, have been in a bunch of other Awesome bands over yeah. the years, um, definitely veterans in in, in in the hardcore world. But so good, okay. so good. Check it out. Changing change in what song? Uh, same name, change. Same so t- hardcore, same, same title. Yeah, yeah. Positive hardcore, amazing lyrics. Get you, into it.
0: You know, since uh, since I've brought this up, wait, it's called change. The song's called change. Yep. Okay, uh-huh. uh, since I brought this up many a times on the, uh, this episode, I'm going to do H2O, yeah. Guilty by Association, and I'll close it off with that.
1: Because you have that special.
0: After, there's something special yeah. there
1: yeah. that I just have. So
0: we'll do that. We'll close it off with that. That's a good list. Ah, well... That's our episode, everybody. Uh, shout out to Dan Smith here. We're about shout to get out to uh, you tattooed for having in. me. Yeah, no, this is amazing. Uh, you know, go to you know, look up Dan. you got a website, yeah? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you got a website, uh capture.com.
1: CaptureTattoo.com, but uh, yeah. maybe the, the the Instagram is the, probably Instagram, the, so the go place to, where you go. Yeah,
0: right? at, at Dan Smithism. That's it. Is am I right? You're right. I am so right. Bang on. So at Dan Smithism. If you want uh, work done by Dan, also, uh, um, Sharp Shocker, or, or you guys are doing some shows. Uh.
1: Yeah, we're playing uh, December 18th with the Vandals at the House of Blues. in Oh, Adelman. that'll be fun. That's a good House of Blues. Yeah, yeah. It's our first I show like back that. in like two years. So yeah. I like that we'll, House we'll of Blues. We'll have to blow the cobwebs off and see if we, if we still got What day
0: does that, what that fall on? A, Saturday.
1: A Saturday? Yeah.
0: Okay, I think I could go to that. Did I just really do that? Yeah, I, I think I'll pull up, man, you know. Yeah, no pressure, yeah, man, yeah, right. but, uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, everybody just says, yeah, I'll t- yeah, when's your show, dude? I'll totally, yeah, I'll be there, man. I'll, I'll see I'll, if I'm be- not busy. <laughs> 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 oh, gosh, I can't believe I just did that. Gosh, will you edit that out, Casey, or? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the one the one thing he'll edit out. <laughs> he never edits out anything because it's all gold. That's <laughs> yeah. why. It's
1: like, ding, 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 ding.
0: No, and then uh, any, anything else you want to push out there?
1: Is pretty much no. That's it, it man. I appreciate the, it. I appreciate you. I you know I'm a big fan and I'm starting yeah. to be here and and thanks for letting me do my thing and and, yeah. and, and, and you know tattoo you and I'm gonna fucking cry
0: and, and and don't worry, folks. the uh, me getting the tattoo will be. On this episode, well, on the YouTube. You'll be able to see it on the YouTube. And if you just listen to the audio, I'll post a couple clips on <laughs> my Instagram. You'll see how well I handle tattoos, oh, especially no. where I'm getting it on my fucking stomach. And, yes, I got
1: a gut. I'm going I'm to say that right now. We might I'm going to put that out there. <laughs> we might need a straight jacket or something, like, cut it out. <laughs> yeah, just, where the tattoo's going to be. and <laughs> Just put know. it all right there. Lucky, luckily, there's some friends here. They need yeah. to hold you down. <laughs>
0: My friends hold me yeah. down. Uh, and then uh, the tour dates I got coming up, n- nothing until February, but I'll be out with Brendan Schaub on the road uh, with his dates in January and stuff. And then also uh, head to my website, check out my merch, Love is Tight. Uh, I just. Tight merch. Tight merch. Uh, yep, that's all the new stuff I got there. And then the old, there's some old stuff that is uh, up there as well. So, chappellacy.com uh for that and uh well here goes this fucking uh all right, back in the chair. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> all right, here it goes. All right. Thank you guys.